0: This is the official Celtic FC podcast. Welcome to the official Celtic FC podcast, this post-match paradise podcast. We are high in the gantry at the main stand. Myself, Paul Cuddehy and Simon Donnelly. We've just finished our Celtic TV commentary. We've just seen Celtic win by three goals to one goals from Rayo Hitati, Luis Palma and Greg Taylor. And Simon, you and I, during the Celtic TV commentary, we spoke about not just the fact that we won the game, but the, the performance itself was really enjoyable to watch this afternoon.
1: Yeah, it was, Paul. Uh, the full 90 minutes, you know, out with the, the commander goal where I felt it upset the Celtic rhythm for a wee bit, but the rest of the game was fantastic to watch. A lot of good play, a lot of good inventive play moving forward. I think the new boy, Palmer, really seems to be taking to it on that left hand side. Fantastic finish but it was the brilliance of the early on that kind of opened it up for Celtic. A little bit of individualism in the middle of the part, not Meg, and it opened up for him in a fine finish, but the football this afternoon on display, I think all the fans will go home really happy, and the only surprise really is it was 3-1. You know, it could have been a lot more. I mean, it was extraordinary. <laughs> there was a period in the second half,
0: I think up until Kilmarnock scored their goal, it was just wave after wave of Celtic attack. We hit the post, the keeper saved well, with the the penalty that VAR ruled out, so it, it could have been we could have been sitting here about talking about an 8 or nine one one.
1: Yeah, it could have been, you know, because they started that second half in the same vein of form as the first, uh, and as I say the penalty comes around then VAR rule it not to be and at that point there's still never any danger in the game, you know you're thinking, when's the third goal coming? It was only when, you know, and it was a bit of a contro- controversial one because Greg Taylor looks as if he's been fouled the Celtic are attacking. The referee doesn't give it, and Coman not breaking. It's two-one, and we're, we're up here scratching our heads, wondering how it's so close because it wasn't a reflection on the game. And you know, Greg Taylor, who another outstanding performance from him, pops up with the third goal that essentially got the points. It was hard to to pick a fault in
0: the team. I thought everybody played really well. The stadium man of the match was Raul Hattati when he scored that goal in the first half, and then when, when they showed it again on the big screen, you could hear a gasp yeah, when, when everybody saw that nutmeg,
1: Meg. The little bit of genius, that's that's what he's got, you know. he's He's been through a little bit of a rough period, you know, through injury and stuff, having to get himself back into the team. I think that goal today, you see bits of his game, he's getting stronger and stronger. as The more game time he's got, there's no doubt, we've seen it, he's class over the, the two seasons he's been here. But that little bit of genius in the middle of the park, it opens up, he has the composure to finish it, and I think that'll give him a boost because when he's ticking, you know, there's no doubt Celtic are a better team.
0: And the second goal, Luis Palma, we saw him score a great goal at Mollowell. Yeah. We were heartbroken for him, and for the team, and, and for all of us on Wednesday night. Today. Um, VAR is, is, is one of those things. It's so puzzling. You and I have seen the lines drawn yeah. for the second goal, where he, he plays it towards Rui Hatati, who looks to be offside. It comes back to him, and he, he makes a great finish, which is brilliant. I, I'm still not quite sure what 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 happened there well, but I'm just glad it, was, it wasn't it was taken away from him I hope
1: you're not looking to me for the explanation because we, we scratched our head at half time but the main thing is it comes back to him he looks as if he's got a real bit of technique on that right side you know we saw the cross at Muddle last week his finish against Lazio albeit it cancelled out was a good finish today was a, an excellent finish for the edge of the box he looks a real player he looks different to what the rest of our wide players have got they've got real electrifying pace. This guy likes to play football, he likes to work in the park. He showed a little bit of pace today, but I wouldn't say he's lightning quick, but he's a, got an intelligent brain. I think he's going to be able to link up with guys like Hitati working inside. And that finish, I mean, if he can replicate that week in, week out, we've got a real player there.
0: We spoke about Var in terms of that goal. We obviously got a penalty. Real Hitati looks if like he was fouled. The referee was called over, decided to rule it out. But interestingly, we were watching while the referee was away reviewing it and Rayo Hitati had given the ball to Kyogo. Yeah. But then Callum McGregor stepped in and obviously said to him, to real you're the penalty taker, yeah. you have to take it. And and he had to intervene, which you've seen in the past where sometimes players end up arguing. Yeah. Invariably when that happens, they miss the penalty.
1: Yeah, And uh, well, and to uh, Kyogo's credit, he accepted what the captain had said because if the penalty was going to be taken, it was going to be Hitati. I'm old school and I think maybe Callum... Goes down that train of thought as well. Where if you're on the penalties and you're scoring, you're still on. The, if you're on the pitch, you're taking the penalties. I think the only th- explanation there was maybe because Kyogo hadn't scored, and his his mate wants to maybe give him the opportunity to go off the mark today. But you know the professionalism came in from the captain there. Uh, Hatati scored the last penalty through at Livingston. You're on the penalties until you miss.
0: <laughs> you, it's funny you say that about. Uh, uh, he was wanting to give the ball. to his, his mate because there was a, a there was an incident near the end of the game where yeah. Daisa Maida <laughs> takes the ball on his own eighteen well, yard line, strides forward, and everybody's expecting him to play. Uh, as you said in and commentary, <laughs> to his mate Kyogo, <laughs> he doesn't. So I don't know whether the the dynamic. Well, some are, some of here, them,
1: are I don't know the squad. We're speculating <laughs> that they're all best friends, but the opportunity was there, and then. The uh, the next attack, arose that it was the opposite. Kyogo were thinking, just roll it to Maeda, and he opted to try and take the shot on. Thankfully, these were things that we can laugh about because the, the result was secure by then.
0: Yeah, and obviously Brendan Rodgers will be pleased, first and foremost, with the, the goals, with, with the, re- the result, but he'll be very pleased with the performance, particularly in the back of a really tough European night.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think he'll be looking at the team, probably similar to the way that I look at it myself. They're getting stronger. The understandings there. cattle Vickers is back today. More game time today. Skills playing alongside him today. Looks apart. part. Uh, Palmer adding goals now. Hitati back to his best. I think this team's getting better. And I think, in fairness to the boys, it was a good performance during the week. It was a real sore one the way it finished. It could have finished so differently, as we all seen 10 minutes from the end. But what I see just now is a Celtic team beginning to gel, beginning to find their feet. Because I don't think they've showed anything of the heights of last season just of yet but we're in a strong position domestically, so, you know, it's good things to come.
0: Well, we're speculating about what Brendan Rodgers might be thinking, but without further ado, let's hear what he has thought of the game as, as uh, we hear his post-match thoughts.
2: Brendan, I'm not sure that the result reflects the, the performance in total, but is that as fluid a display in the attacking third that you've seen from your team so far this season?
3: Yeah, yeah just getting better each each game. I thought the prayers were excellent, and I, I would totally agree, I think that the scoreline, um, uh, maybe just didn't, uh, show our uh, the, the quality of especially in that final third that we had. So, I was really pleased. We we're very creative. Um, we speeded up our game in the right moments, and uh, a combination of maybe just that little finishing and touch and and the keeper made made some fantastic saves. Um, yeah, it, it could have been one or two more goals, but but overall, um, really
2: pleased. As a manager, you can see the the fruits of what's going on in the training ground during the week through the display, and you can also see someone like Rio Hatate clicking into <clears throat> gear as we mentioned before the game.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, he you need a, a performance like that. I think with Rio, it's all about intensity. It's all about work rate because when he when he works to that level and that intensity, then uh, he's a fantastic player. Uh, when he's slow, and he's pressing slow, he's, he, he's not he doesn't have the same dynamism. But today, I thought he was outstanding. A uh, great goal, uh, could have had maybe another, at least another goal, but was very creative and and, and his pressing was good, his, his quality was good, and uh, yeah, he was he was outstanding. And as thoroughly deserved as it was, and Greg
2: had a a bit of a complaint in the build up to to the, the goal that was lost. V A R played a a part in in quite a bit of the game today, but are you satisfied that overall the the reflections fair?
3: No, no, I, th- I think that uh, their goal. I think it's clear when you see it, but I think the referee needs a bit of help because he, he didn't quite see it. He's, his back was to the play. By the time he swivelled round on it, you know, he's got a fourth official and he's got someone in VAR who's seeing that. So you, you see at the time when Greg moves, he's never the, the guys had contact with him all the way till he he throws him to the floor. Um, so it's a clear free kick, but they play it play it on, and then obviously it goes into the side where he's he's out of position. So uh, so yeah, so we were disappointed with that that decision. How pleased are you with the mentality shown
2: by the squad? They were coming off was a sore defeat midweek, but I, I thought today,
3: to a man again, they were impressive and and how they responded. Yeah, yeah, the mental strength of the team is 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 very very good, and we've had a run of games, run of tough games, that we've been playing. We've had two Champions League games where we've shown that we're we're very close to being a, a really good side, at that level. Um. And competitive at the level, but you've still got to come off the back of that disappointment and show your competitive spirit. And, and the players did that, and very, very good. Areas that we can improve on, we've got to see the make better decisions when we're in the final third. We get decisions to make, you know, to to score more goals. But we have to, uh, we have to square up. We have to see those those passes. But apart from that, it was a very good performance.
0: We said again uh, during the game, Simon, when you and I were watching it, it was important to get into an international break that you, you go in with a win because you don't want to, to end up being festered and being frustrating that you've, you've dropped points. So we now have the, the two-week break. We've got the cushion at the top of the table, depending on what happens elsewhere in the weekend. Yep. And we just, you know, we keep our fingers crossed that the players report back because we mentioned first game back is Hearts at so yeah. that's tough, followed by Atletico Madrid here, which is even tougher. So... You want everybody back fit, but they're going to go into this break full of confidence.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same as the last one, you know, on the back of the Rangers game, I think, went into the break there. And as you say, you don't want to get in with any negativity, any result festering on your mind. You want to get in with that spring in your step. And the only worry for (laughs) Brendan Rogers now is the boys go away and don't come back with any injuries. I think as 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 a manager looking at it, you'd be thinking, right, we're getting into a rhythm and all of a sudden there's an international break. But you're you're quite right. Go into it on a high big game at Ten Castle in a couple of weeks' time and hopefully all the boys come back with a, a clean bill of health. And
0: you, I think you mentioned the fact that, you know, Cameron Carter Vickers back, he gets his first start, plays for about 70 odd minutes, then gets replaced by Nat Phillips. He'll not go away but again it gives him another two weeks to just yeah keep getting up to speed because I, I was um, you know on Wednesday night against Lazio when he came on the, the roar of the fans when he comes on in the last half hour it just shows you how much the fans love him and how important he is to the team as well
1: he's so influential at the time he's been at the club he's, he's been a rock there you know with Starfield last year defence was superb uh, He's had to, he'll now have to experience different centre-backs, obviously Starfield leaving the club. skills has stamped his, his his authority on that position just now. He's really stole the jersey from a few guys who have come in and maybe had their eye on it. So it's, it's it's for the other players to kind of shift him. But for Carter Vickers, he's, he's such a big player. And I think it gives the boys roundabout him a boost as well. You know, the two full-backs, even the, the experience of Joe Hart, the midfielders... Speaking from experience, when players like that, important players come back that have been such an important member of your team and out for injury, you get a lift for that as well. Seeing the boys coming back, seeing them back today, another 70 minutes, quite a calm 70 minutes for them, you know, uh, that gives everybody in the team a boost. And as you say, the, the fans uh, reacted the other night as well with them coming on.
0: And we never, we spoke about the first two goals for Celtic, we never really spoke about Greg Taylor's goal. As a striker, you would have been proud of that because... When the ball was flicked on from Maida, it was a real striker's instinct to know where to go. And, and you yeah. said at the time, that looks a lot easier than it
1: is. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. People will say it's a tapping. Essentially, it is a tapping. but you can get that wrong. It's on a skiddy surface. He's had to get his foot over it, keep it down. It's an important time in the game where we need another goal just to secure it. And as we said at the, s- at the start of the, the game, you know, he picks up these positions. He's down on the team sheet as a left-back. He picks up positions in the game. It's incredible. And at that point, it's a lovely little flick from Maeda. Just helps it on into an era, asking for somebody to finish it off. And it's your left-back popping up there with his right foot, I think.
0: An excellent performance from Greg Taylor. We well already heard from Brendan Rodgers post-match. Let's hear some player reaction as well from the Celtic first team.
2: Greg, congratulations, that's a, a good three points and a dominant display. Yeah, I agree, um, I thought for 60-65 minutes we were
4: really, really good in the game, we uh, created lots of chances and definitely should have been more than the what the score was, but um, they get their goal, albeit I think it's a foul on me in the build-up and then um, we uh, we react as all good teams do, You um, when you get them tough moments you uh, go and get the next goal and we see the game out
2: pretty comfortably. Yeah, that, that reaction was important when it came up. But also at the start, everyone else was looking for a, a response from midweek. Are you, are you satisfied you got that from everyone to a man on the pitch today?
4: Yeah, I thought first half especially were very dominant, good movement um, throughout the team and created many chances, probably just if we'd been a wee bit more decisive with our uh, killer pass or the final pass, we'd um, would have been a few more up. So no, I think uh, good good control within the game and um, good win to finish this wee block of games off.
2: Personally nice to coast in at the back post and score the vital third.
4: Yeah, exactly. A great flick. A great ball in from Marty. Dyson gets the flick and I managed to get my studs on at the back post. So take the goal when they, they come.
0: Simon, we spoke at the fact it's an international break. Now, the football's not finished yet for the weekend for Celtic. The Celtic women's team are in action on Sunday afternoon against Motherwell at the Excelsior 2pm on the back of a... A big win against Glasgow City on Thursday night, a last gasp winner from Colette Cavana a big game. So, if anybody's still uh, look for a Celtic fix this weekend, get along to the Excelsior tomorrow afternoon.
1: Yeah, definitely. As I say, I was touching on this on the Celtic podcast yesterday, a uh, fantastic result during the week for the girls. And, you know, they've started this season brilliantly, I think eight wins on the bounce. They'll be looking to make that nine tomorrow. And, you know, hopefully we're not, I, c- I remember commentating in that game at the end of last season, it was so painful for the girls, so we've started this season in a great vein of form and hopefully they can keep that going.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed for tomorrow and of course fingers crossed for all of the Celtic players away on international duty. We wish them well, uh, not Just least... Just don't get injured. Yeah, not least uh, <laughs> Callum McGregor and Greg Taylor, if, if Scotland can get a, a, a result in Spain, which would be fantastic at any time, but it would seal qualification to, to the Euros next year which would be a, a big, big thing for Celtic for, for Scotland but uh, as long as they come back fit and healthy for yeah, Celtic Yeah, you just
1: want, as I say, from a Celtic point of view you want the boys to come back with no, no injuries uh, and, and as you say, if they go away and get a positive result with Scotland that just boosts their mentality, their confidence everything coming back, you know and hopefully Celtic benefit from that in the, in the next game at Tincastle
0: Absolutely. Well, we have enjoyed this afternoon's performance here at Celtic Park. hope you've enjoyed our quick post-match podcast from Paradise here. Remember, you can tune in, you can listen, you can watch the other podcasts. We will be back next week with a podcast which you can listen and watch on Tuesday with Ryan and Matt and a very special guest So it's well worth tuning in for that. But for now, from Simon and I, high in the gantry above... Celtic Park, which is rapidly emptied in this wet Saturday afternoon. Thanks very much for joining us.